scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Wicked Wednesday begins now as the chaos continues on the diamond. The Los Angeles Dodgers uh, not facing elimination yet, but they might as well have been if they didn't win uh, tonight's baseball game. The Dodgers drop an atomic bomb on the Atlanta Braves in the first inning. 11 runs scored. Uh, They put up another run in the second. And they put up another three um, in the third when it was all said and done. 15-3 final score. The Los Angeles Dodgers now down two games to one. We've got ourselves a series. Do we have a series right now in the American League? The Houston Astros live to play another day. And I thought the Astros would roll over. I thought the Rays were going to be able to finish them off. I was wrong. Houston wins 4-3 final score as the American League Championship Series continues. Although... The um, Houston Astros have a uphill uh, climb here to try to uh, come back and uh, actually win again and then again and again. Although uh, at least uh, at least we've got some uh, some action on tap uh, for Thursday night. No thanks to the Tennessee Titans, of course. There'll be no Thursday night uh, football, and uh, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people, you know, the average uh, Joe Sixpack isn't aware of this yet. Tomorrow, they're going to be clicking around, clicking around, clicking around. Where's the football game? And I guess they're going to have to watch Georgia State and Arkansas State. Or is it Georgia Southern? Like, does it really matter? Uh, does it really matter at this point? I guess it does because, uh, hey, we won tonight's uh, football game. We hit it. Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, 3-0 against the spread coming into tonight's football game. Make it 4-0 against the spread. Coastal Carolina getting it done again. 30-27, final score. Heartbreak City for people that bet on the over, and you can thank the uh, the dumbass kid kickers for this. Uh, they both missed an extra point. If they didn't, the game would have went over to 58.5, depending on whether you were shrewd and you got an alternate number or you hit it in-game. But Coastal Carolina cashes as 9.5 a point underdogs on the money line. They went outright. All right, we're running the gauntlet here. You know how we do it on a Wicked Wednesday. The raging redhead Cam Stewart's going to step up and in and kick it with us. It's the uh, CJ Cup, the very prestigious CJ Cup. I've never heard of it before, but it's a golf tournament, and we're betting it. The top players in the world are there. Fabano, Ian Cameron steps up, and then Sport Trace late night has begun. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Don't ruin your appetites. I'm buying lunch for everybody on me. Oh, what's the occasion? I'm rich. I won my bets on the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and I chunked it all on a hockey game, and I won that. All right, all right. How much did you win? 116 bucks. What a windfall. Yeah. Yeah, I still feel tingly. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I won the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl. And I chunked it all on a hockey game, and I won that. 
Love, what'd you win? 116 bucks. <laughs> it's better than losing. Uh, he yes, won, it he is. Won, his 116 is better than we did with the MLS. We did not sweep yeah. the MLS board tonight, Cam. No, I think uh, that experiment, Gabe, uh, I think it's done. <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you, buddy. I was just sitting there going, oh, geez, tie, tie, tie. That's no, not not a winner. Yeah, MLS sucked tonight. It, uh, it didn't really help that Tampa Bay uh, lost the game to Houston, too. It could have been a real nice windfall, and you said it. Back-to-back nights needed something positive uh, after the Bills game. The Dodgers delivered in so many ways, but uh, the rest of the board, not so much. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, and I don't really even want to get into it too much because it's just whatever. Let's not live in the past. But fact of the yeah. matter is, dude, like yeah, Philadelphia, we had like some really bad beats and bad luck tonight. Like every game we took a lead in, the other team would score in the 88th minute or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Philadelphia takes a lead. The next thing I know, I'm like, oh, good. Philly's leading with 10 minutes left. You know, a few minutes later, they're losing 2-1. <laughs> like, I know. Like, are you, I know. you kidding me? Really? Like, how? Why? Like, how? Like, somehow the Vancouver Whitecaps showed up again tonight. Like, this game's unbelievable, like, plus 470 or whatever. It never ends. Yeah, I guess it was beginner. Dude, it was like the crack dealer, man. We got suckered in. He gave us, like, uh, some yeah. quality stuff. Yeah. We smoked the rock. We were hooked. We came back to the same street corner, and uh, now we're uh, we're in a gutter. Our life is ruined, and we're in a gutter. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, a couple of the at least we got a couple totals at the end of the night there, Marenzi. But yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be honest with lost. you. The no, nah, the MLS board sucks. Like, and uh, uh, yeah, it's something you know. We're, we're, hey, there's going to be no sports for a while, so we'll dig in, but. Let's just say I'm not going to be digging in and betting like every game in this league. It's just uh, you know not 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 good for business. But you said it. That Let's not live problem. in the past. Let's move just on. Bet the impact over and stuff. Like you know, instead of like I yeah. just got there were some good spots. There really are. The Montreal Impact are 13 and five to the over two and a half now after tonight. It went over in the first half. There's some good spots, but betting every game. You know what? We, we, we got caught up in a moment again. You know we got to get back to business. Just and tomorrow. Yeah, Tomorrow, remember, remember this clip, baseball. though. <laughs> remember this clip, though. You'll come up to you, hey, Cam, I got uh, six games. And then, then after the next break, I, I think I got 13 on the card. You know what I mean? I know, like, I know, I know. it sounds great in theory, but, uh, yeah, like, we're playing with well, real money. So, yeah, you know, what are we going to do? I like the college card uh, today, too. We hit Coastal Carolina. And, uh, yeah, we did. I always buy points, as you know, right? But I'm not going to start posting and telling people what to do with the numbers, but... Whatever, it's like a half or whatever. But if I can get good value, and Cam, I was steaming at the end of the football game tonight. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, come on, man, you need a touchdown. You need a touchdown here, a field goal. You're going to fall short in the total for a point and a half. I was all mad. And like you said, I've been betting so much, I didn't even realize. I'm like, you know, it sort of hit me. I'm like, dude, you bought like a point or two or something in this game, didn't you? And I looked. I got it down to 56, and they got to 57. Um, hey, but that's I'm, still, I'm still losing money. And I won like 350 bucks on that game. <laughs> like the, ML, the MLS, buddy. Like I said, they suckered us in. We kid like it's like a drug dealer. We really did get suckered in. The worst thing that could have happened was we went 8-0 last week. You know, I just like to You're think, right. Cam, the money we lost tonight, I'm like, wow. Still part of the money that I made last week on this stupid league. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? 
That's a good point, know, like, you know. Like yeah, we, we yeah, crushed yeah. it before. It just I'm not gonna lie though, like the Bills game, like I didn't play all the props that you did. Like I had Singletary touchdown wrong. I had I uh, lost last Allen touchdown wrong. Teaser wrong. Bills money line wrong. Like that's the thing. Like I was really here's the bottom line, guys, and people know when you start an account with like thirty two bucks and build it to six hundred and the thing goes down to almost zero again. That's the worst feeling more than anything because you worked hard to get it there, and then one night you piss it all away. That's the thing. That's why I don't want to live in the past, but I got to stop betting on MLS. We won with the Dodgers. Got to be a little bit more selective moving forward, Gabe. I don't even got a six-pack for you in golf. I got like a three-pack and and a bomb. That's the thing. I can't bet everybody in this tournament. One positive uh, thing um, for the MLS we banged a lot of the totals on the way out here, so it it was That's good. That's true. You know, it softened the blow. Salt Lake, Portland, over hits. Vancouver, LAFC, over hits. And these San Jose games, man, they barely get there, Cam. But there's a, there was another goal real late. San Jose, LA Galaxy gets there, three nil. Final score, earthquakes. Basically, both teams from LA suck rocks. You guys suck soccer balls. Um, LAFC. Loses to Vancouver 2-1. L.A. Galaxy lose 3-0 to the San Jose Earthquakes. All right, so I brought this up earlier, and um, I know you'd know you you'd love this, and I know you got to ask Visine Vince. I'm sure Visine Vince is a fan of uh, Jack Sue on uh, on Barney Miller, a uh, heavy, um, heavy gambling Asian cop. And um, I, I told Cam about Pick Me Nick. So the guy in the, on Barney Miller, his name is Nick. So um, there's a horse named Pick Me Nick. Uh, if you can, Yang, please roll the tape. Nothing going in Saratoga. You know, I saw some horses this weekend, Nick. Aqueduct? No, in the country. <laughs> Just running around out in the fields, doing whatever they want to do. Nobody's sitting on their backs. You're kidding. <laughs> I don't believe it. 20 years I've been playing hunches and I've never seen one like this. What's his name? Pick me neck. Really? Yeah. Look, see? 30 to 1 on the morning line. Think it's some kind of sign? Sign? It's an order. I'm going to get that bet and be first to wait. Hey, I thought Barney talked to you about making bets from the squad room. Whoa, Joe. I feel that if I do my job here properly, I mean, it's no one else's business what I do with my spare moments. And this isn't one of them. <laughs> Pick me, Nick. That's awesome. That was the best. I went to the fields and I saw horses running around without somebody on their backs. He's like, you're kidding. That's some great lines there, man. That's some I good saw stuff. some horses this weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah. He goes, where? Aqueduct. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's Saratoga. Aqueduct. <laughs> it's, like, it's like my life. It's the best. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, great, great. Uh, pick me, Nick. Uh, great, great, uh, great, great name. So, yeah, the MLS experiment is uh, done. Uh, so, uh, I thought there was only going to be one more baseball game uh, left tomorrow with the Dodgers. Uh, but the Houston Astros step up, Cam, and get it done. I didn't see that coming. And, man. Every time I've, I've zigged and zagged a couple of times here with the Rays, it's starting to upset me. Actually, um, Los Angeles Dodgers overnight price Clayton Kershaw on the hill minus two twenty five. Cam minus two twenty five. Clayton Kershaw. 
It's amazing as the Dodgers are down 2 nothing, and props to you. You called it yesterday. You said you like the Dodgers. Just take them in the series because the pendulum's going to swing in a major way. And now the Dodgers are down 2-1. But look, they're minus 225 favorites in game four. Yeah, like basically the way you got to play it is uh, today's line got high. It worked. You know, we did the we did the minus one and a half and the money line if you can afford it, Gabe. But it has to be parlayed too. The question is, I got to take a look at what's going on. I I I think Tampa Bay. You know, they made it interesting four three tonight. But man, that's like <laughs> Billy the Doorman always told me that a long time ago. He goes, you know what? When 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 you're gonna fin- when a team's gonna about to finish off, he always goes the other way. I had to believe a lot of people were on the Rays just because Houston looked dead with the bad luck, but I don't think they can come back, Gabe. I, th- I think we got to go back to the Rays tomorrow, but I'm a little bit gun-shy now. This loss uh, really upset me. That Dodger parlay paid paid a lot of money, but uh, I think they'll finish him off in five. For the record, the Atlanta Braves are starting a rookie, Bryce Wilson. Bryce huh. Wilson uh, will be uh, will be uh, starting uh, here. It doesn't have a lot of experience. He appeared in six games uh, this year, 15 and two-third innings. Papano joins us next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Bet your rage. The Wicked Wednesday. A lot of stuff to get to. A lot of games to get to. we got baseball. No NFL football on Thursday. Uh, we've got uh, college football. We've got the Sun Belt expert in the house, Ian Cameron uh, Babano, <laughs> who I loved on Twitter after the game. said, uh, I don't like to uh, chest. I can't. Uh, Babano's Twitter is the best. Babano's like, I don't like to chest uh, thump after a win. <laughs> I couldn't help but respond. I'm like, Every time you win, you post a tweet after the game. <laughs> like, that's, I even scrolled through your Twitter account, but that's all it is. Like, congratulations, you win a lot. So, you know what I, mean? I guess I know when you, if you had a bad night, but bad because the tweets aren't there. <laughs> the tweets, I just love the, I don't, I don't like to chest up uh, here. All right, uh, Raging Reddit, Cam Stewart, kick it with us. We bring in uh, betting. It's betting time with Babano. Betting with Babano. Uh, kicking it uh, with us, Ian Cameron. What's up, Ian Cameron? How you doing, buddy? Yeah, six and zero on player props. Cash it, cash it, boom, cash it. I guess that doesn't ring a bell to you, Gabe, with some of your tweets on Twitter. How are you? <laughs> what college out. props? <laughs> I wish I went six and zero. <laughs> I wish Me too. I wish I would have went six to and six and zero. Uh, I wish I would have went to six and zero. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair, but bad. Oh. But, but there's a difference between sweeping the board and winning one game. There, there's a big difference. Here's the thing with tonight's game. I like Coastal Carolina a lot from the beginning of the week. And, of course, today the line moves from seven to nine and a half. And I got to deal with about, you know, three or four, even more than that, emails and texts 
uh, from people I know, people that are subscribers, saying, what's with the line move? Do you still like the play? Should I get out of it? Is there an injury or something? Like, everybody knows something that I don't. And I said, I like the play. Stick with it. And sure enough, Coastal Carolina covers the number and wins outright. And I'm going to enjoy that one. You know, when the steam goes that way, those are some of my favorite wins, Gabe and Cam. The line moves against me. I stand in the face of it. I still like my opinion. I trust my work. And and that wins. So I enjoy those a little bit more. You sound pretty wow, emotional. You sound like you're in a hurricane, Babano. Yeah, yeah, you can start you're going to break down in tears here. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Okay. <laughs> I stood my ground and I did like, ground. Yeah, I know. Like what? Like, what is there a gale force wind? Like, <laughs> I was like, wow. This guy's like a worker, my like, the ground. Yeah. Hey, he's Florida chasing Rockers, funnel clouds. Being being camera on coastal Carolina tonight as well. <laughs> yeah, we're all we're, we're enjoying it. We're happy about it. But we got to move on. What are we going to do next? Right? It's always what you know. Put it behind you, and next day, next game. Here's the Correct. thing. I don't take pleasure normally in chest thumping after winning a bet, but I stood. <laughs> I, this is the best. This is the part that got me. Yeah. But I stood in the face of all that insane steam that came in on UL pushing the Cajuns <laughs> from seven to nine and a half. They took a bad number on Coastal Carolina and came out of it with the winning side. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I bet it at seven and a half like a dope two days ago when I could add nine and a half tonight. Hey, you won it twice. That yep. sounds pretty yeah, smart gonna, to me. I'm going to choke to death. I better stop. <laughs> Stood in the way. <laughs> that was, oh, that's cool. I stuck up against I tyranny, know. betting tyranny. Yeah, I, I know, Babana. Like, it's like you, you, uh, you walked across the bridge with Martin Luther King tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, so you and camera kicking with us. All right, uh, Cam. So, all right, hold on, Babana. We're going to throw it to a Cam now. Golf time. Can we go from Cam's yeah, corner picks? Sorry, uh, Cam. As the, as the yeah. executive producer, <laughs> I am sorry to inform you, we have canceled Cam's corner kicks. <laughs> Cam's corner one kicks episode. had one episode, one episode, and it's done. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't. I don't know if I want to do Cam's yeah. corner kicks. <laughs> Oh God, those MLS! You're right too. Like, and I checked the stats. Every game, like, like we got like we dominated like the possession, the shots, everything. But hey, buddy, you know the way it works. Who cares? We lost. Part there was short-lived joy. Some of those games were nil-nil all game. Like the Philadelphia was nil-nil, or the dude, the Miami one, the Miami one. Oh yeah, Miami Miami took. That's the one that pissed me off. They took the lead. I know. Like yes, yes. I know. Yes, we're gonna pull it out. Six minutes later, tie game. I mean, how the hell did the oh, Columbus crew lose to, to, to I don't know, Columbus lose to FC Cincinnati? FC Cincinnati blow. Right? They're, they're terrible. But, um, all right, all right. So, yeah, Cam's corner kicks canceled. It's a classic one episode. <laughs> um, it'll be available on Netflix uh, in, in the future. <laughs> classics. <laughs> Netflix, Netflix classics. But uh, so the golf, the CJ Cup, uh, the very prestigious CJ Cup. I gotta be—I never heard of the CJ Cup before. It's a good tournament, though. I know five of the mm-hmm. top six players in the world are in it. I know it's got a good field. I know they're in Las Vegas again, so back-to-back weeks. I know, like, also this course doesn't play like a Vegas course. It doesn't look like a Vegas course. It's not like Correct. a desert-style golf course, right? So more traditional-style golf course, Cam. 
Yeah, you did your research, Gabe. You said it. The CJ Cup, you're thinking Vegas. Oh, it's going to be easy with desert and stuff. No, you're absolutely correct. This thing is lush. It actually has water. It has a lot of water holes. It's got uh, foliage. It's got trees. It's got, uh, you know, bad lies out there. Think about bent grass greens, water on nine of the holes, five of the 10 par fours over 450 yards, one par five over 600. Um, It doesn't just play to the big ball hitter, too, but 7,257 yards. That's a fair number, par 72. Uh, You obviously want to have a little bit more length but you know what Gabe it's a great field too it's not as many golfers 78 in comparison to the usual you know 142 plus in the field there but it's all the names are good you talked about the world-class players DJ's got COVID he's not around Tony Finau still dealing with his COVID situation he's out but Justin Thomas Xander Shifley all the other guys are back this week it's a really good tournament and that's that's the thing it's not a traditional desert course it's going to play really well this tournament usually goes down in uh, South Korea but they uh, switched it to Vegas because of the COVID this year all right, Cam, so let's get down to business. What's in uh, Cam's corners? Yep. Uh, Cam's corner kicks is canceled, but what's in Cam's bag is uh, Emmy award-winning worthy. So what's in Cam's bag this week? Oh, great one, Marenzi. I got, I got a few clubs in the bag this week, and we're going to start things off with a guy – in amazing form. I got him at 18 on on FanDuel. He is down to 14, so people are betting him. Oh, the Wolfman, Matthew Wolf. He has been hot. Back-to-back second places. Can he come up with a, a first place? I, the odds have gone down a little bit, Gabe, but he's one of my favorites. But I love this, too, in a bounce back. Great odds. You would think Morikawa would be around 15 or 16 to 1. Hometown guy in Vegas. He's up to 21. People don't believe in him. I believe in him. Remember when we did this with Webb Simpson? Oh, yeah, he didn't really play that well. And the next week he won. It's kind of like the same situation with Morikawa this week. He's 21 to 1. Uh, 21 to 1. We got two guys, a medium bomb and a big bomb. Joaquin Neiman comes in at 42 to 1. I really like him this week. Always a threat. Very talented. I think this style of golf will fit him. And Gabe, a guy that I love actually to win, not just the top 10 and 20 guys, but Russell Henley checks off a lot of the boxes this week. 80 to 1 on FanDuel. I love him this week. I think he's going to be a top 10, top 20. Take a look at this. Top 13 proximity to the hole. Fifth in greens hit. 14th in strokes gained. Fifth all around scrambling. This guy does everything in the top 10 and you're getting a bomb price. The Georgia Bulldog, Russell Henley. 80 to 1, buddy. Love it. Love it. Like a lot of those plays. Um, uh, I'll give you mine in a second. Uh, Babano, uh, what's uh, what are your insiders, your your PGA insiders saying? You have a golf pick uh, for this tournament? I didn't hear anything from them, so I don't know if they've uh, said that's it for us betting golf this year or what, but I didn't they get anything from them. So, Cam, yeah, they, they, I'm they just going to take off. what you're on. Uh, and Jeff, and uh, Jeff Feinberg, Cam, you know, they're good golf guys, so I'll just uh, listen to what they like and bet it. They found out you were piggybacking their picks, so they were like, "All right, no more Cam." They're like, "All right, no more telling Babano uh, the picks." Um, we're, we're yeah, kidding. did you hear yeah, that they on this show? Hey, yeah, Gabe, hey, you, you hear that lady no last weeks. night? I want to say on Sports Grid, we have a go- yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, we got a golf show on Sports Grid that people don't know about with former tour player Steve Elkinton and Diane Knox. I wasn't sure if she was married to Russell Knox or related, but she I remember her back in the day. I met her actually at the Masters. She's a Scottish broadcaster. She hit Martin Laird last week, Gabe, 250 to 1. 
250 to one. So I was listening to that podcast a bit today. And, uh, you know, I liked Henley before, but uh, she likes a couple, a couple of those guys too. So hopefully we can all make some money this week uh, on the grid. I'm captain chalk. I'm captain chalk. And normally I'm anti Rory, but Rory's been playing well. And you know, I get the he feeling has. the Rory's about to turn a corner and start racking up some wins uh, right now. And, you know, I like where you're going with the Matthew Wolf stuff, Cam. The guy really has been – it's amazing. He didn't play great that day. I had money on him in quarantine with you <laughs> in that Skins game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great. I know. But uh, since then, he's been killing it. But I like where you're going with uh, him. And Xander Shifley, I'm almost in on Xander Shifley now permanently until he wins. Like, I almost don't have a choice now just I'll to tell take you him th- every week. I'll tell you this too, Gabe. If I were to make one bet, and I'm probably going to wait live to see what he does and get a better number, but Justin Thomas loves these events. These no-cut events, he 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 just, I don't know what it is. They have them in Hawaii. He's always there. I know this guy can sometimes drive you nuts, but he hasn't played in a while. But unlike other guys, he's probably working on his game. Him and his dad take it really seriously. So I, I'd, if I was going to play one guy with chalk, I'm, I like Wolf, but I, I think Justin Thomas is a guy you got to watch out for to win too. Uh, the equivalent of a, a golf teaser are these top 20 uh, plays. Uh, Shifley's minus 190, a little chalky, uh, but he will be in the top 20. Yeah. Matthew Wolf, Cam, you're going to like this one. Matthew Wolf, top 20, minus 135. That's a good pick. That's doable. Would you say 78 I love players that or price. something too? Shorter field? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wolf, half, top 20, half the field, buddy. Yep. Four trays late. I love it. He's a Pabano and Stewart fan. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. <laughs> More trades late night continues. I'm Renzi. Shout out to uh, all of our radio affiliates in the late night hours. Although not so late uh, right now in a mightier 1090. San Diego, SoCal, Los Angeles uh, in the house. Shout out to uh, Shell Dog uh, in Los Angeles. Congratulations to a uh, hardcore Laker fan, uh, Shell Dog. He's getting spoiled. Eagles, he's an Eagle fan. Uh, lives in Los Angeles, Eagle fan. Uh, Laker fan as well, and a real Laker fan. Not one of the LeBron uh, nut hugger uh, chasers, like the Storm Chasers, the, uh, the title chasers. Uh, Shell Dog in Los Angeles, hardcore. I don't know if you guys saw the video uh, or not, but in the celebration, I don't know why Buddy decided to do it. It was a bad idea, and... You know, I don't advocate like, you know, 20 dudes knocking the crap out of somebody, but it's not a good idea for whatever reason for to say F Kobe in the middle of a bunch of celebrating Laker fans. Some guys started yelling F Kobe Bryant and stuff in, in, in the celebrations. And uh, yeah, it didn't end well for him. There's uh, the videos on, it's on no. Twitter. So the best part is that people backed off, though. Like, they kind of beat him up pretty good. And, like, people were like, all right, all right. They, they backed off. But some dude hit him with a scooter. 
And I didn't know Yang was uh, went to L.A. Yang travels a lot. So, uh, Yang, that wasn't cool of you, hitting that guy with a scooter like that. And people, people are wondering, too, because scooters are expensive. And, like, he swung the scooter and he hit the guy with the scooter. But the guy was already down. It must have not been his scooter, I'm assuming. He must have just picked up this scooter in the melee or something like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, they got pretty crazy. Uh, I have a feeling there's going to be some extra coronavirus uh, cases. And uh, and cases of corona were probably sold uh, as well. You know, see, corona's getting cool now. They got Snoop Dogg doing the uh, the ads. Talking into a clam or a clamshell there. You see that, Cam? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that commercial strong. <laughs> no, it's player. Uh, all right, so Babano. Yo, player, don't call me first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's player. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't roll my R's. So uh, I'll throw this to you, uh, Babano. Kershaw, Kershaw against Wilson, the rookie. He's only pitched 15 innings. So uh, Dodgers have never seen it before, but whatever. Well, you know, Dodgers are killing it right now. They scored seven last night, late in the game. They drop another 15. That's 22 runs they've scored in the last uh, 12 innings. Now they send Clayton Kershaw to the hill. His back uh, feels better. Game four price right now, minus 220. Ian Cameron, what's your take? Yeah, I'm just going to go over the total again uh, with uh, tomorrow night, Braves and Dodgers. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, I know, uh, has pitched great in this postseason, and he's going to be facing a better lineup, though, to me than Milwaukee and San Diego. And I know he's saying he's feeling good, ready to come back from the back spasms that scratched him from his last start, but... Now he's got to go up against a team that's hit pretty well against lefties this year. And a Dodgers bullpen that i got a whole lot of question marks about once he leaves the game. I mean, Dave Roberts is still unsettled at the closer spot. Jansen's not been great this year. Who's he go to if not him? Kelly? You know, there's a lot of question marks at that spot. On the flip side, Blaze Wilson for Atlanta. His numbers aren't great. He hasn't started in a game since September. He hasn't started at all here in the postseason for Atlanta. And he's facing this Dodgers lineup that's finally gotten their bats going. So I've seen two straight overs. I think we get a third straight over tomorrow on both bullpens. I've got question marks about them. So I think both teams can score early and score late. So I'm off the side, but I like the over in that game tomorrow. As far as Wilson is concerned, as we stated, he's a rookie. Um, he only started, he made the first start of his career on September the 22nd, guys, like right at the end of the year. Um, so he made his first start on September the 22nd. He pitched five scoreless innings against the Miami Marlins. He allowed three hits uh, in the Braves' National League East clinching win. He then started it again in the last regular season game of the year against Boston. He gave up one run on five hits in three innings um, there. He's only pitched 15 innings in his life before. I don't. I wouldn't expect they. They expect very much from him, Cam. I think they. Uh, they want Wilson. You see, everyone's on a shorter leash right now in modern baseball. Kid, probably they're hoping he can give him three innings. Uh, probably. Then it's the, the trust factor. Do you trust Kershaw, Cam? What are you going to do with the game? Or you know, you don't have to give us a pick because we're on tomorrow. But overnight impression. Yeah, I agree with Babano, but also, uh, yeah, if you can catch it at nine before it, it gets too high, that's the thing, Gabe. Take a look at Wilson. It's probably going to be a spot start, right? Uh, if he does well, they'll let him roll in probably to the second, but I'm thinking three innings max, and that's if he's pitching really, really well. So we're going to have a bullpen game, and the Dodgers' bats have awoken big time. Atlanta could still hit, too. Kershaw's not going to have a perfect game, but I think he'll do enough. Uh, I would lay it down right now just looking at the juice. Uh, you'd have to take the Dodgers minus one. 
one or minus one and a half. I'm also waiting for the pitching matchup in the Tampa game to see if I could put a parlay together. It didn't work tonight, but I really like those parlays to plus money. But I, I lean over right now with Babano in that game, and I think the Dodgers will win by multiple runs as well. I think they're going to win probably like a you know a nine a nine to four nine to five type of baseball game. Wilson hasn't pitched in 17 days. Um, he they did the Braves did plan on starting him in Game Four of the division series. Uh, if it got there, but it didn't get there against uh, the Marlins. They swept uh, the Marlins. He threw 88 pitches uh, in six simulated innings to prepare uh, for this start uh, this week. Um, so uh, there you're up to date uh, as far as this kid Wilson uh, is concerned. You know, I'm curious to see what happens with the number if it comes down, if it goes up. I think it might come down, guys. I saw it at 225. Now it's at 220. I think there might be some anti-Kershaw money that comes in. You know, oh, the Kershaw sucks in the playoffs and all that type of stuff. So I'm I'm curious to see what happens. I don't know. I've been wrong at predicting what is the direction of numbers uh, all week. All right, so Babano was not wrong about Coastal Carolina. He stood in the face of adversity. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, stood in the face of adversity. Stood in the face of evil line movers who bet a bad yeah. side. What, what was it, Babano? Stood in the Don't face of the Major kids, Steam Babano, or right? something? It's like, wait, yeah. what's this guy? Work at a shower uh, <laughs> bathtub company. I don't yeah. know. Babano, you're a piece of work, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. All right, so. All right, Babano, so the pressure's on. Uh, you know, you're, the big, you're the big guru now, the big Sunbelt guru. Georgia State and Arkansas State. Arkansas State minus three and a half. Total 72 and a half right now. Mm. Yeah, I don't leave points with bad defenses. And Arkansas State has had a bad defense so far this season. In fact, that was another game I had Coastal in, was against uh, Arkansas State a few weeks ago. Then uh, Coastal Carolina did a number on them. They ran the football right down uh, Arkansas State's throw. It was a 52 23 win for Coastal Carolina. And the fact that they haven't been able to stop the run at all this year is probably bad news against Georgia State because they've got a new starting quarterback. You remember the guy that uh, was there before Ellington. He's moved on. It's Cornelius Brown now. He's been a little bit erratic throwing the football, but, boy, they've been able to run the football extremely well. Good running back in Destin Coates. Uh, I think they're going to be able to have success moving that ball. Arkansas State, bad defensively, but they can put up points. Uh, Blake Anderson, the coach, has been going back and forth with his two quarterbacks, uh, Logan uh, and uh, Lane Hatcher. Uh, he hasn't settled on either one because there's been times one guy's played well and the other hasn't and vice versa. But they can both play, and Georgia State's defense is still a little bit suspect. So I'm leading dogging over here. Georgia State plus three and a half. It's a really high number, but you're going to get extreme tempo from Arkansas State. They play very, very fast. And when you think of the fact that the Coastal Carolina game was 52-23, guys, 75 points, Coastal Carolina is a very deliberate, slower-paced, run-heavy offense, and that game still got to 75 points. So even at 72-73, where this total is, you could get it over. It's high, but I think it gets there. Cam, what are you? what's your overnight uh, lean in this football game right now? 
Yeah, I don't know, guys. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I like Coastal Carolina. That was that that was a game that stood out. I'd probably lean Arkansas State in this uh, game, Gabe. Minus uh, three and a half right now. That total, yeah, they should be able to get there with 72 as well. You talk about teasers in college. Let's probably like stay away from that. But I gotta believe Arkansas State as a uh, as a small favorite can get the job done. Should be tight. I know Babano's leaning with the dog there, but uh, gotta gotta think about this one a little bit more. Yeah, this this game could be a track meet. Like, what are you guys seeing? Like a 48-41 type of game. Like, this is just going to be – I don't see much defense with these two teams. It's going to be very fast-paced, score, 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 but that total's real high. Yeah, it was, Arkansas I think, 49-29 with, uh, uh, with uh, Georgia, yeah, Georgia State and East Carolina cam a few weeks ago. I think it was 49-29. It was a really high-scoring game, and you're going to get pace on both sides, suspect defenses. So that's why even in the low 70s, teams like this can make even a number in that range look a little bit small. Arkansas State uh, have uh, been every one of their games been pretty explosive. Uh, they they put up 50 points in their last game. They've given up uh, 52 points uh, in the past. This is a game though. Arkansas State will get it done. Ark- this is the game where Arkansas State will start to get on track a little bit. They stumbled out of the gate. They've got talent. Uh, this football team, you know, they've just uh, you know it's been it's been a wild run for them so far. And as far as uh, Georgia State is concerned too. They've only played two football games, right? And East Carolina are terrible. So, so yeah, they beat they beat up on one of the worst teams in uh, in college football. They hung around with uh, with ULL, Actually, but we just saw ULL lose too. Yeah, uh, that's one of the only bets I made. I remember I went uh, cook Thanksgiving dinner for the folks, but I bet on East Carolina. Uh, plus six and a half. They won that game outright against South Florida. You want to talk about a bad program and, and dipping from like a team that used to be great? South Florida, that's horrible. East Carolina took them out to the woodshed. Yeah, yeah, they've uh, they've heavily regressed to <laughs> the South Florida Bulls. They had a good thing going, yes. and then their coach yes. Jim Levitt started punching kids at halftime and stuff. Uh, he snapped one. Exactly. He, sort of, he lost. And it was it. over. Yeah, he, <laughs> and then the Charlie nice. Strong hire. Then the Charlie Strong hire. That was a disaster. Uh, and he's now, of course, going to become the Alabama a defensive coordinator after they fired their D.C. after the Ole Miss game. So let's see how Charlie Strong goes as the D.C. in Bama. He is pretty good on, as a D.C. He was terrible as a head coach, but we'll see if it works in Bama for him. Yeah, well, Charlie Strong uh, is Texas. Texas better now without him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not necessarily. Not if you watched them the last no. few weeks. <laughs> oh, what do you mean the last few weeks? Last, have I missed something? What, Tom Herman, because he covers a couple of point spreads? What's Tom Herman done there? They won a Sugar Bowl. They won a Sugar Bowl against Georgia a couple of years ago. But other than that, that's the only highlight. Nobody cares. Overrated. Nobody cares about winning a Super Bowl. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things. I'm just saying, listen, Charlie Strong, he's been in, you know, in bad spots. Um, but obviously, he's not a bad, you know, if he's a bad coach, you think Nick Saban is, uh, is working with him? Right? You know? Um, Sarkeesian's going to be the head coach on Saturday now for Alabama. And I don't know. I, I swear I thought the number was four and a half. People are telling me they saw six and a halves. I saw four and a half for this game. And uh, I'm still seeing four and a half. But people said, no, no, it did move after the Saban news. I could have sworn I saw it at four and a half. I don't know. Um, it is what it is. I don't know what kind of um, communication Saban, like even Saban said tonight, he doesn't know what he's allowed to do. Like, is Saban allowed to, like, just basically be on the phone all day with these guys or in the box and just talk like, 
he doesn't know like the, the protocol. <laughs> so uh, we'll figure this out. All right, uh, Cam, we'll catch you on Game Time Decisions. You got it. Or was Ian Cameron? You can. Racing Red Take care Cam, of Sports Rage Late Night. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portrait's late night continues. Ian Cameron uh, can't get it with us. Got a couple of minutes left uh, in level one. The quickest 120 minutes in sports. Uh, Babana will hang out for a little while. In level two, we'll uh, run through some of these uh, college games. So, so Nick Saban, Nick Saban, um, the latest uh, to contract uh, the COVID-19 uh, virus. We uh, we wish him the best of uh, best of health uh, right now. And you know, as it happened. He did an interview, basically. He said he was feeling all right, but said he didn't know about this weekend and what he's allowed to do and what he's not allowed to do during the game. Um, and even if he is, at some point, you have to let the guys just coach the game, right? If you're not there, you're not there. You're going to have to let the guys coach the game. But from what we understand, he can't basically – he can't coach the game from from a phone or – type of deal. So I don't know what the communication issue is. Uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get to the bottom of this, but I'll tell you, man, it's a big game. Steve Sarkeesian, though, you know, Steve Sarkeesian was a quarterback. Sarkeesian's been in the NFL. He's he's coached the USC Trojans. He's coached, um, he did a better job than Clay Helton. Problem is, he just partied too much. Um, so he's coached with the Washington Huskies. He's been in big-time games before. And he's the guy that Nick Saban has decided to trust in this massive football game against the Georgia Bulldogs, Babano. I'll put it this way. This is not the week I'm laying points with Alabama. Now, I know they've got issues on defense. They're making this. They fired the D.C. Charlie Strong. Nick Saban, as you mentioned, with COVID-19, not going to be able to communicate with anybody, you know, in his coaching staff during this game. Uh, and with just all of these moving parts, it, it, it's just a question for me is if this team is going to be ready to be firing on all cylinders with everything that's going on. Of course, the markets have moved toward Georgia already. And this is kind of like what I've said in a couple of other games, you know, earlier in the last segment, you know, Alabama's got a suspect defense right now. I don't know if Georgia can take advantage of it like Ole Miss did, but if I'm betting that game, I'm looking at the Georgia side. Their defense is as good as any in the country, in my opinion. I look at it the other way. I look at it like, really? I'm getting Alabama minus four and a half on their home field. I'm laying it. Sports Rage Late Night continues. More college football talk on the other side. Bring it. Bring it. 